My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, we heard this evening that today a Savior is born. Christ is born. Glorify Him. I've waited all year for tonight. The little kid in me just couldn't wait. And I was pacing and stirring and mulling over at dinner tonight, the Holy Supper. Can't wait for liturgy to start. Three more hours, two more hours, one more hour. And finally, I got to say those words, blessed is the kingdom, and begin our liturgy. We are going to hear shortly from the uh, prayers of Compline that God is with us. Give ear all you nations. Submit yourself, for God is with us. Throughout the whole of history, homilies and homilies and homilies have been written and given on this subject, trying to plumb its depths. Volumes of theological works have been done trying to come to some understanding of what is taking place. But they all fall short. They haven't yet hit the nail on the head because there's so much there. But one thing they have never done, and they will never try to do, except for the heretics, is to explain how it happened. The how is not important, the mechanics of it. How could a virgin give birth to a son and yet remain a virgin? We leave that to the realm of mystery and to God. But tonight, we are still reflecting on that idea that the only begotten Son, the Son of God, begotten in eternity from a father without a mother, is born in time to a mother without a father. Try to wrap your head around that one. And yet it happened. God who was up here, the Son of God above the cave, above the angels and the heavenly throne, God who is totally other, Trinity, completely different, holy, 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 different, 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 chooses in the fullness of time when we're on the very precipice of whatever it was that could happen at that moment. God the Father chose to send His Son into the world. This shows God's great mercy, His great love. This descending. But it also shows our great dignity. The dignity of man. The God who is up there and totally other chooses to come down and be one with us. Why would He do that? Why would He, <coughs> who is eternal, 
lower himself into time. Why would he who is in heaven lower himself to an earth that is corruptible? Why would he who is on the throne of glory choose to humble himself as a newborn child and lay in a shepherd's cave? He did it out of love for us and out of mercy for us so that we would not have an eternal corruption, an eternal death, an eternal unhappiness. He created us for love. He created us for joy. He created us for Himself. And so He who is totally other, born in eternity with a father, without a mother, chose to enter into time, born of a mother, without a father, and take on our humanity, our nature, all at the same time not losing anything He had with the Father. And He lowered Himself so much to a specific purpose. Because His plan is, continues to be, or is coming, to bring about our salvation, to forgive us our sins, and then return us to paradise from where we had been cast out because of our own sinful actions that have brought about corruption and death. Our God came down in swaddling clothes, bound like my new grandbaby the first time I held him. He was wrapped tight. Our God, the only begotten Son, was bound tight in our humanity. But as we look at this movement in the icons, this vertical motion of our God coming down to us, we also see in it a horizontal movement of the angels, of the magi, of the shepherds. This giving us this notion of this cross. So between the cross that catches our eye, if you look at it carefully, and the swaddling clothes, you can see that this child was destined to die for a specific reason. So he came down who was totally other, enfleshed by the Virgin Mary. And then he went deep into the underworld, to Hades, to return us. And so when we look at the icon, we see them, his ascent, descent, excuse me, going down into the cave. This great mystery that's at the heart of our faith, the incarnation. And then he comes down and he walks among us. Lives an ordinary life like you and I. As shown by him being washed, being bathed. He was a real human being. 
He walked among us who were still wondering, trying to figure it all out, as was Joseph. Sometimes the person depicted with with Joseph, if he's got a little uh, nimbus, a halo, is Isaiah explaining the prophecies to him of who this child was. At other times, it's represented as the devil trying to confuse Joseph from trying to figure it out. But this God who's descended into a cave and then into the realm of death arose and brought us up again to be a new creation. We will never totally grasp how this, what the depths of this mystery is. But we are assured that it is new life. How do we respond to something we can't grasp? What do we do about that? Then we follow what happened in the icon. When we come across a mystery that we can't explain, but yet it resonates deep within our heart, we begin to sing the praises of God, of His great love, as did the angels. begin to bring our wonder, as did the shepherds. We bring our gifts. Gold, frankincense, myrrh, kindness, forgiveness, mercy, compassion. We even ponder, as did Joseph. And how's the best way to experience this? the great mystery that we're contemplating. And that's through this divine liturgy. Because by the power of the divine liturgy, we are singing the praises as did the angels, singing hymns of praise. We are coming with wonder, as did the shepherds, bringing our gifts, the heart, our heart, to the newborn child. I love the last stichidia of Vespers. They're talking about what to bring this child. We saw that the heavens gave a star, the angels gave a hymn, the shepherds gave their wonder, the magi gave their gifts, and we, my beloved, gave a virgin mother to this child. This child took on your nature to forgive you your sins, to give you eternal life, to give you a goal to work towards the heavenly kingdom. The mother that ponders this child is enraptured with love. And we are called to do the same. It is inconceivable how this could happen that a God would want to be one with us. But He does. And He made it possible that we may be one with Him, not just for a short while, not just for the interim, but for an entire eternity. He wants to be all for us to fill us completely. 
But we see our God as a humble God. He's not going to force any of us. And thus, He shows that by being an infant, completely dependent on His creation to care for Him. But that is divine love. Love is willing to take a chance, risking. But without the risk, there could be no hope for the return of love. And so this child comes among us today. This child that is not just any child, but the only begotten Son, born of a virgin. God is with us. Give ear, all you nations. Submit yourselves to this reality, to this love that He has for you. Give in to His love. Give in to His mercy. Give in to His forgiveness. We no longer need to be a people who live in fear and trepidation and anxiety of anything. For Emmanuel has been born this day, God with us. And all the heavenly hosts sing praises right this moment, as at the very moment in history when the event happened. The shepherds at this moment are in wonder as they peer upon the newborn child this moment, as when it happened in history. The Magi continue to give their gifts this moment, as in when it happened in history. And Joseph continues to ponder, now not how, but just the awesomeness of the love that his adopted son has for him. He was born for you, he lives for you, and he dies for you, and he rises for you, and he ascends for you every moment of the day. And our participation in this divine liturgy is not a memorial, it's not some history lesson, but it's the actual participation in the reality of what has taken place and what continues to take place right now. This newborn child is in our midst. Blessed are they who have eyes to see and ears to hear. Because this night, my beloved, you are in the cave. This night, the angels are around. This night, the shepherds are here. This night, the magi continue to come. This night, you and I ponder the great mystery of the Incarnation. But when we leave here, we leave here with great joy and great, great confidence and great conviction because a Savior has been born this night, Emmanuel, a name which means God is with us. Christ is born. Glorify Him.